in looking at a lot of the elite agents, a lot of them are down this year, right? Like almost 80% of them over last year's production. Like 2018 was a bang up year and I have my own thoughts, but what are you doing that you raised your business this year? Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where we talk about the fact that it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton run a residential real estate team in Arizona that closed over $230 million in sales in 2018. Join us as they interview top real estate agents from across the country and learn how agents are adjusting to this consumer-centric world. If you like what you hear, please share with your colleagues or give us a like. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast. This is where we bring guests on. Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton, we bring on guests local national, sometimes iconic guests like today's show to talk about the existing state of the consumer in our real estate industry, how teams, agents, brokerages are putting consumers first and what business, I mean, we've been on a rising star series for a while, but today we've taken a little we bit went, of a we detour. Went, we went icon status. We went iconic Because right? what, what it was is we were looking for only because you continue to stay active in the business, right? Still doing, still running a team. Because we we're start, still building we're, it up. We haven't getting, told them. We haven't told them oh, who it is okay, yet. We're still right, building right, our, right. we're still building them up here, yeah, Jeff. Right, well, when you got over, what, 5,000, 6,000 sales under your belt, like, I think that's iconic. I, Let's give Nate Martinez a round of applause. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Nate. Hey, thank you guys. Look forward to the next hour. So yes, thank you for for coming down to the office for chatting with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the stage for people that may have been living under a rock. They don't know Nate Martinez. Did you, and I I made a comment earlier, but you've been a Diamondback season ticket holder in the past. Well, I was for the first twelve years. Yeah. For the first twelve years, okay. And then you decided, you know, like we won the World Series. That was, <laughs> and then we're good. Yes, yes, right. awesome. I think because I feel like it was either you or it was a guy that looked a lot like you that was on TV a lot when I had great seats. That, right, okay, right. that was you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But you know, one, one of the challenges was when I had I had four seats there and I would give them away to clients and then I'd watch the game and they weren't there and I used to feel bad giving away tickets that nobody would use. Especially so, those tickets. Yeah, 80 games a year. It's it's a, it's a, it's a big commitment. It's a lot. All right, so it let's talk. So the, the real estate game, the reason why you get to be called iconic, obviously, is the over 6,000 houses that you've sold. But in 2018, you, you own a REMAX franchise called REMAX Professionals. You've owned it. Actually, you're on your 18th year anniversary today. Correct, yeah. Happy anniversary. Well, thank thank you. you. You've got 145 agents in three offices. And then inside of that brokerage, you also run your team. Correct. And you've got an eight-person team. And that team, your team business, your business, 2018, you did $47 million with 100-plus transactions. And year-to-date, you're already over $56 million with over 100 transactions. And we still got another quarter to go through. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to give you one more yeah. round of applause. Well, so I mean, excited. I want to get to the uh, – we've got to touch a little bit on the growth, but only because – uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I stalk a lot of agents and I've stalked you for a long time. So only because you've been a, a top performer in the Valley for as long as I've been a realtor, which has only been 17 years. Um, but is this where you tell him he should close his blinds more? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stalking are you talking about? No, no, no. Watch it. Just trying to watch the trends, right? Like just trying to, to understand who's doing the business and then what they're doing to... Um, you know, keep on keeping on to have a, well, back to where I was going, the, 
in looking at a lot of the elite agents, a lot of them are down this year, right? Like almost 80% of them over last year's production. Like 2018 was a bang up year and I have my own thoughts, but what are you doing that you raised your business this year? Well, you know what? When we have a great client database, so basically we've always focused on clients first. You know, so uh, most of our business comes from from referral. Like, what percent do you think? Sixty nine percent. Sixty nine percent. Right. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. What is the other thirty one percent? Ten percent with Zillow, and pretty much everything else is sign calls, open houses. You know, we we have a very small model, some direct marketing. Other than that, we don't do much. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we don't right. believe 150 you. on pace to do close to 70 million. Other than that, not much. You know, I um, am a, uh, I don't know that I consider myself a stalker. Depends on, I guess it depends. But I am on an email distribution list of yours. And I see that you're doing a lot with videos these days. Yeah, that's always been a tough thing. I don't really like video, but I think it's relative in our in the marketplace. So uh, I've been doing some video with uh, viral marketing probably for a couple of years. And uh and then we try to use Bomb Bomb for more one-on-one type videos to clients and, and viral. Are they out of San Diego? He's out of San Diego. Frank's out of San Diego and Omaha. Yeah. Did you? Because you had. Because uh, we heard um, Kyle. Kyle Whistle speak. Is that mm-hmm. how you got introduced to him? No, I think I, I think I heard it on a podcast. Actually, uh, uh, Pat Hyben's podcast, Real Estate Rockstar. They used to advertise. What, what number were you? Pat uh, Hybrid's podcast. I don't know. Hundreds. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. No. Uh, did I, I, yeah, I was like in the 300s, but yeah. Did I already mention this was episode 105 today? I thought I missed that. All okay. right. We're at episode yeah, 105. Yeah. Just so that, you know, when you get asked that by Pat Hyben, the next time you're on his, what the, what episode were you on the Solution Podcast? You can there say you 105. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So you have, um, there's a, there's a, so we're also friends on Facebook and I see you post uh, a couple of times about the 75 hard. Yeah, it's another new challenge, right? I, I do like challenges. So I have a, an agent I coach that's in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he wanted me to keep him accountable for a 75 hard. And I didn't know what it was, and he sent me all the information. So I said I would, and then next thing you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, now I'm turning 60 this year, and I want to be in the best. I say that every year. For my birthday, I want to be in the best shape of my life, but 60 is a big one. So I thought, you know, I'm going to jump on that. So I started uh, – Try to keep everything simple. I started on the first day of the month to keep the math simple. And so we started September 1st. And uh, it's basically a program where you do two workouts a day. You take a picture of your progress every day. You read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Uh, eat a good diet. And uh, I might be leaving something else out. No booze, no shit. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the alcohol. Yeah, no alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the one I would forget. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. <laughs> I try to forget. It's funny. I went to the Cardinals. can't forget. Cardinal, I am a Cardinal season ticket holder. And my, oh. my wife and, and one of my buyer's agents were at the game side by side in between me just pounding. <laughs> Throwing yeah. cocktails. Yeah, yeah, and I get to be designated driver, which is right. fun. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. Yes. <laughs> uh, at least you remember the end of that game yeah, on yeah. Sunday, right? I stayed to the end. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Game. Good, good. And um, so 75, 75 hard, which is this mental exercise more than anything, right? Yeah, where it really it's a is. challenge. And I mean, as a business owner, especially a real estate agent, where we're constantly looking for inspiration, mental food, if you will, positivity, so that we can keep at it, keep going, keep going. Like how, what have you gotten out of this 75? So well, far? you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I used to use a trainer uh, and, I, and that's just temporary for right now, but I was using a trainer and, and sometimes he would be busy or I'd be busy and maybe I'd get into the gym two, maybe three times a week. Uh, now when I'm doing it by myself, it's, I'm only accountable to myself. 
So doing two uh, workouts as an example, yesterday I did a day, a day. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it is. And, and one's a physical workout where it's pretty regimented. I mean, I'm just going at the weights. The other one I think is a little more laid back. At least for me, it's just exercise of some sort. Could be just get on a treadmill, go for a hike, ride a bike, right? But uh, so I usually like to do that one in the evening. But if I reverse it, that nighttime gets difficult. You get home from a long day. Yeah. You got family. You got yep. dinner. No and doubt. You're exhausted. And the last thing you want to do is start pushing some weight around. You know. So. Yeah. So, but my but son likes to lift at night, and I, it, I lift with him at night, but only because I'm there with him, and uh, I would not be there if it was me. I'd have to go earlier. Yeah. Like, it wears me out. It's always been early if I'm going to do it. If I don't get it in early, it never gets done. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, two a day is two more than I do a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. catch up. I'd yeah. rather, I'd rather start now. Let me. That's yeah. this is what I tell myself is okay. This will be the year that I start before I have to because, right. because I want to before that I, before I have to. But um, you've obviously, I mean, part of your iconic status, in my opinion, is that you have been a volunteer in the industry too, right? Like you not only run a team and sell a bunch of houses and take care of consumers to the fact that you get 70% of your business from referrals, but then you also give back and volunteer and you are past president of the Phoenix Association of Realtors. Yeah, back in 2008, yeah. In 2008, um, you've been on MLS committees, you're an NAR director, right? You're, yeah. You, you have been an NAR director. And so, I mean, talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, uh, Real estate has been very good to me, right? So, uh, you know, giving back to Sammy the Sosa? Is that a Sammy yeah, Sosa no. line right there? <laughs> yeah, very, very good to me. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but it has, you know, and I like to give back. And I think when you give back, you learn. And I think, uh, you know, the older you get, you know, you have two hands. So you, so you give with one and take with the other, right? Nice. So, so you just can't take with both your hands. So uh, I think for me, you know, giving back to the industry is always a learning uh, experience, you know. You want to try to affect tr change, and uh, I did volunteer. God, probably 25 years ago, I got involved in the leadership at PAR, and I didn't get fulfillment out of it because I couldn't make change. I was a young guy that was really trying to push, you know, change fast. And through committee work, that doesn't really happen, you know. Yeah. And then I went back and I made another stint at it, and I really enjoyed that. It was it was, uh, it was a good time. So, um, only because I love this conversation, so I don't know you realize that you just bit off a big chunk of something but um i feel that the industry needs uh several per, per important changes to it um I'm, I'm writing an article right now that's going to inman that's going to bring out one and that's the um the push for the continued push for more and more agents um <clears throat> it statistically since 2013 we've increased agents by 30 percent but home sales is the total home sales around the country is only going up by five percent mm -hmm. so i don't know if you've noticed there's been more competition for the stuff sure but is there any particular change that you, that you think that the industry could use well you know i think the more professional the industry becomes i, I think it's gotten watered down in, in the last five ten years uh you know, if you go to the old regime, because there's there's, two, there's there's a lot more agents. Well, yeah, and, and, and I think you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that maybe aren't trained properly. Oh. You know, just a simple thing of giving feedback after a showing. You know, you have a seller that leaves their home, they pick up the dog, the cat, run out for an hour, and they see a car pull up, and the agent never gets feedback to the listing agent, and you know that doesn't look good on us. You know, and it's hard to communicate to your seller when you can't get feedback. And you know, we've tried. 
and, and we do pretty good. We went all the way down to only 33% feedback when just using electronic feedback to then incentivizing one of my team members to. Well, what was it years ago? I thought 33% was, that's about what ours is between well, no, 30 I, and 30. Well, again, I didn't <laughs> to me, that's all. 33 years ago, right? We had MLS books, right? And you didn't, you didn't, fax machine wasn't invented yet. But, you know, back then there was feedback between agents. And it was quite often and it was very thorough. Uh, we used to, at the Phoenix Board, we used to have a bus to go out on tour, a big Greyhound-type bus, and you'd go out and you'd get all these sheets back and you'd get feedback. And today, it's like, like I said, 33% might be the norm. We, we've gotten our feedback on our non-REO properties because we still have one REO account uh, that uh, we're, we're up about 80, 89% right now on feedback. And so we're, 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 we're working. Up to 89 or up 89%? No, up to 89%, yeah. Wow. And there's been because some months we'll get 100%. Pity. Yeah. Well, I incentivized one person on my team. I go, look, I'm either going to hire somebody. And she told me, she goes, we can't do it. We can't do it. And I said, I'll tell you what, you get you get 69% uh, feedback. I'll give you a $100 bonus every month. Simple, right? It's not a lot. Uh, we've been 12 months straight. And she's got her bonus every month. So she's got, of like, course. A, she's got like a $6,000 raise. Yeah. And again, it was part of the job that she already had part of her deal. But now we incentivized it, and that went a long way, you know. And, I, and I'm I'm really proud of that to be able to get that feedback to our clients. Nice. I like the numbers that you use. I've I've heard a 69. I've heard an 89. I've heard a. I think there was another nine. Yeah, in there was 69. Yeah. Another 69. There was two 69s. Right? I'm, I'm starting to see a trend here as I'm as I'm making my notes. That's good. That's good. Never never hit the round one, right? Yeah, it might be old, but I'm not dead. Right? Yeah. It's funny because. I agree, though, I think where we started with that was the uh, increase in professionalism, although we went down the tangent of the... Of the showing, but that's an indication in Nate's world, based on what we just heard, that's his in one indication of professionalism, is giving people the proper credit after you see the house, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to go towards the, well, now, because, you know, this year we're going to sell 97,000 homes, and since there's 50,000 agents in Maricopa County, that means there's only two sales per agent. That also leads to lack of professionalism, only because there's, you know, not a, not everybody's doing the transaction every year, and then that right. challenges you to stay up to, because you know the classes are the classes, and but they don't teach the operation. There's not, <clears throat> not great brokers like, or not talking about great brokers like you, but not everybody. You know, there's a lot now of. Mm -hmm. uh, not pr offering the training or maybe they offer, I mean, sometimes there's just agent apathy as well and them mm -hmm. not worrying about getting trained. Well, when you talk about <clears throat> transactional numbers, they've been the same though. I mean, it's been between two and four transactions in the Phoenix market forever. So you're saying it's always been a lot. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> it's always been too many agents, right? It's, it's easy to get in, you know, and I, and I want people to come into the business and I want them to be trained and we do a lot of mentoring and training in our office and, I think we've been fortunate at Remax Professionals the last 10 years to have the highest production per agent in the state. And, and I think we ranked last year at 35 out of all brands. 35? Number, number 35 in production per agent. Production per agent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's very characteristic though of Remax in general, right? Like, wasn't hasn't that always been there? Well, well, yeah, well I mean, you're saying Remax Professionals happens to be oh, because each Remax is is ranked owned. independently owned. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. and this is rank that ranking comes out of I think that's uh, Real Trends and that's uh, and that's I that's, that's ranking Real Trends. Yeah. yeah, so that's ranking all brands. Wow, nice. So, yeah, the other thing that we do at our company is 
we like to give back. You know, I think that's one thing that our, our agents do. We're always doing some charity. Last month we raised, uh, it was twenty one, just over $21,000 for the Children's Hospital. Just wow. in, a, in a penny drive. Nice. Were you a with, penny drive? Penny drive, yeah. Talk more about you, that. What's you, a penny drive? Well, we just, a couple years ago, we just said, let's raise a million pennies, which is $10,000, right? Yeah. And we'd had little jars at the front. And then, you know, last year it morphed into a live auction. And this year we did the live auction again. So, yeah, we raised 21000 so Nice. Did you yeah. do it in touch? In, I know that because the radio is just a huge, it's different than that. Yeah, right? they, uh, the Children's Hospital, the Miracle Network across America, August is called the Month of Miracles. So we just kind of. Back with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of do our thing. A million pennies. So you got two point one million yeah. pennies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because hopefully you got some quarters. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot. Sometimes of some of the vendors would show up with like a. You know, we have to get like a cart, and they bring all these pennies in, like boxes and boxes of rolled pennies. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. So wow. You got, the you bank. We prefer we prefer checks. So you get yeah. dollies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the admin team doesn't like all those pennies. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. Um, so one of the things we were talking about pre-show is that, you know, I mean, you've talked, you're talking about what you're doing at your company, right? What you're doing with your agents and, and your team, I think, is probably where this question might go. But what are you, how are you pushing them right now? Because we see this shift. I mean, the reason we, Jeff and I started this podcast was because there wasn't a lot of um, real estate content out there on what we're doing to put consumers first today, right? How are consumers being, uh, how are we getting better at our jobs and how are we encouraging the agents that work on our teams to be better at their jobs so they can be a better agent for their clients? How do you, how do you guys address that at your brokerage or what do you, what are some examples of how you're pushing agents? Okay. Well, outside of training, I mean, we have extensive training. We have a program called Momentum that runs every Tuesday. That's pretty much A to Z, how to run a real estate business, not how to sell real estate. And then we have different other types of uh, uh, education. We, uh, I'm a coach with the Workman Success System. So I okay, so I, girl, want, yeah, I wanted to ask girl, before, yeah. like, because you said you had a coaching client somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, how you, right. uh, how many people you coach? How many? I, I've coached as many as ten. I like between somewhere between five and eight. It's it's a commitment. It's about a one day a week, right? At least a half a day a week. And, right. Uh, so it's it's more for the the love of helping people than than the, the financial return. But the knowledge that you get, and, you know, I started coaching with Verl about four years ago. I've had several coaches going all the way back probably 30 years ago to Mike Ferry organization and everybody in between. Yes. So, uh, you know, I bumped into Verl again and, and, and started coaching and became a coach, and I've enjoyed that. I have Sarah, who's worked, been with me for 23 years as a workman coach as well. She's She started as a brand-new agent on my team, and, and she's kind of our, our trainer within the company. Um so, you know, we have a whole, um, basically a whole website that Burl's company created. So it's all video training from buyer agents or buyer specialty, the listing specialist, to admins uh, specialty or mastery as they call it. So we have those two types of trainings in the office. But what I like to teach people is like, it's clients. You, you got to get to know your client. You got to go really deep with your client because, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Zillow's in the door before us, right? Open doors in the door before us at most times. So last night's we, appointment, both yeah, of those were yeah. in there before we. Yeah, and more. <laughs> so, and so more. You got you got to have a relationship with your client. I've done a lot of deals this year where my clients say, "Hey, I got this offer from X Y Z. What do you think?" And I said, "I'll shoot it over to me. I'll take a look at it." And I said, "I could probably put twenty five thousand dollars more in your pocket. We could probably sell in a week or two. Right. Know? And it's not that much of a hassle for twenty five grand. And, and every one we've done, and I, I think it's been ranged from about twenty two to about thirty four thousand dollars more in their pocket." But, but they had 
they had a reason to call me. You know, we built a relationship. You had a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I think we need to build that with our clients because we can't you can't pay Zillow. Zillow. Do you do it through weekly calling? Do you do it through Hold on, hold on. Let me just restate Sorry. this number. Six thousand houses. Right. So that's a yeah. lot of relationships that we're talking about. Yeah, well it's not all that many houses because some of these people bought one of my clients bought twenty twenty six homes for me over the course of a period of time. Right. So I think we have about thirty four hundred people on a direct mail. We send an old school newsletter to our past clients, right? We've that all, is, oh, is that oh, a, wait, an old school? You mean email? No, <laughs> old school meaning meaning um, U.S. mail. U.S. mail. Yeah, yeah. nice. Thirty four hundred addresses. Thirty four hundred. Is that in the farm or is no? That that's just just valley wide. That's your people, database. People that have bought or sold house from us. Is that a who was a service for life? Service for life. Is no, that no. the name of the news? No, no, no. Oh. We do it ourselves. Oh, it's more personal. So we do it about what's going on in the market. Old school podcast, you might say. So we always have a, a, a old school <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes. I've never said that before. I've yeah. never asked somebody to yeah. drop that mic, but you dropped that mic. Yeah. That was well said. That but you know, it, it's <laughs> you know one one of the things that maybe agents don't want to hear. But I I adopt the other agents sometimes, right? So if we just mail to those people too. We'll probably do ten to fifteen house up. Let's let's not exaggerate. Probably I'd say eight to ten people a year will call us that we've never met. And they don't but they bought it. a house. You yeah, they bought one of our listings. Right? Yeah, back in the area, <coughs> we sold six hundred eighty homes in our best year. I mean, and all those people were just one. So maybe Joanne right? P- Joanne Calloway picked it up from you. No, <laughs> I think that originated from a lady that I heard of in Casa Grande that started the adopting orphans. Oh yeah, that all came out of Star Power. You're talking about Star- the, yeah, oh Howard Star- uh, Britain. Britain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was my mentor. That was my first mentor. Oh okay, nice. Yeah, right. Because yeah. yeah. uh, that, that was something that we picked up from Joanne. At a mastermind, that actually, I think that you were a part of a few times. The one that used to be down in Chandler, it was the big mastermind when it was like Russell. And well, yeah, I started. Like, yeah, I, yeah, we all started that out of Mike Ferry. God, that was twenty some years ago, twenty five years ago. Yeah, Mauricio was three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two, two. Oh, sorry, two. Thank you. Shout out to you, Mauricio. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right, so so back to a little bit of the. I'm very interested in the database and the 3,400 mailers because that's expensive, right? So from your mark from a marketing standpoint, you're spending a, a pretty penny. A lot yeah, of those. It's, it's about. It's not about fifteen. Yeah, about fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. That's good price. Yeah, that's and, a great uh, price. Yeah, it, it's something that is has been a staple. Now we didn't do that for thirty three years. We probably started that about two years before the market crashed. Yeah, and then we kind of sunsetted it during the REO because we were an REO uh, agent for for several years, and that was just a machine. And we had to relearn how to sell real estate or really take orders. That's so you're doing. sending physical mail to thirty four hundred people for less than fifty cents a piece. Like, is it a postcard or is it a is yeah, that's it, probably the print, and I think you probably you probably got yeah postcard. Yeah. Oh, okay, like, got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm dude, I send a lot of mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, we, we do direct mail with the jumbo postcards, and yep. uh, and that gets done. We print those for about fourteen cents a piece, and I think EDM I get, I get is it. Like, yeah, it's the, like another, that's like twenty eight thirty cents a, a postcard. And those I totally understand. It's the it's the database ones that you can't do EDM. <clears> right? No, no, because yeah. you've got it's 3, first class, individual first class, individual yeah. uh, things, yeah. but you get bulk rates. Yeah, it's not first class. No, no, we send first class. Oh, you because it's all. Five cent stamp on yeah, it. Yeah, it's all over. Okay, right? you know, got it. It's uh, so it, let, let's call it a dollar a person. So call it three thousand yeah. dollars. No, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You're at forty, right. you know, forty k a year just in that database mailer. Right. Which I know that you then bring in video marketing on top of that, right? right. Do you do birthday my- cards? You know, we send nice. birthday cards. We use uh, kind of opted out on the birthday cards from going through and signing them and doing uh, 
what is it? Uh, send out cards. Yeah, send, send out. Cards. So we have that database. Mm. And uh, so, do they get brownies or just cards? <laughs> just get cards. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, because yeah. uh, no, no, certain people we will, and we devised our database. One thing I did learn from Workman was creating a top fifty, and who are your top fifty clients? Because you need to treat them different than you treat. How do you define a top fifty client? So is it by height, five six? No, it's, right? it's like they it's smoke some, cigars. I mean, some, what's the somebody that's going to refer you at least one piece of business a year? Right, right. And then it, you know the next level is are they you know, and every year you should look at it and you should just treat your top fifty different. Right. And so for for instance, we did a movie night when um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody came out. So good movie, great movie. Yeah. And uh, so we did it. We did the preview before it came out to, in the theaters. Right. It's usually the Thursday. The, before it comes out for Friday, right? And uh, we rented we out the an bar. Event preview event. Yeah, and then we did. We rented out the bar, so everybody came and they got a little sticker and they get the drink for free. So we had like a pre-party, and then I told everybody like a Cinema Eight or whatever. <coughs> yeah, like, right. you know, Harkins. Yeah. Harkins. Harkins. Yeah. And then, yeah, local company. You want to support local, right? Well said. Yeah. So, so was that Harkins and. We started playing on it because we've done a lot of movies over the years, but this one I wanted to be special and I wanted to be like a date night. So they couldn't bring their kids, you know, bring your date. And if you want to dress up like you're going to a Queen concert in 1979, that's cool too. And some people did that. Nice. And uh, and then we decided, let's do concert shirts. So we did a really nice black shirt where I kind of ripped off Freddie Mercury's signature and, and their logo. And, yeah. And I just, in the back, I just He had, didn't call you, did he? I, no, I called you. <laughs> no. Not yet. Yeah. No. Uh, He's not gonna. But, 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 you know, we had fun with it. We, t- we took all the houses that we had sold that year and put them on the back of, like, a tour shirt. And we just had, <laughs> these ones were in Glendale. These were Peoria. And everybody it's walked great. away with a really nice shirt. And, you know, it's gym quality shirt. It's a really nice, soft, something you'd probably want to wear. called it gym quality? Gym quality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I want everybody to wear it in the gym, right? Yeah. And so I like it. You know, actually, we had a. Uh, have you, do you know Daniel Barraza? Yeah, he yeah, has. Yeah. He was on our podcast recently, and he had one three. Well, no. <laughs> Daniel beat me by what two. <laughs> but he was talking about some of his he some of his client and database appreciation style right. events, yeah. and I um, I can't help but think. I mean, obviously, we've been having conversations in our office about loving on our clients more and more as the um, institutional. Uh, lead generators mm-hmm. are loving on our clients more and more as well, right? Like we're having this battle of going back and forth to see who can develop the better relationships, mm-hmm. one from a technology ease of use side and one from an actual human relationship side. And it's nice to hear that you are doing 70% of your, or 69% of your business mm-hmm. from that loving on your client side. Yeah. Now you're, when, when you say top 50, is that a name or do you actually have 50 people in it? Because I would assume that there's more I think he's got less. more than 50. I yeah. agree. I no, think that, I mean, that there's a certain level of business that somebody can refer you, so I don't care if it's 50 or if it's 100. You're Nate Evan Martinez. You well, got you know, more than 50. But, 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 but here's the deal. Think okay. about it. Do you know who your top 50 are? No, but no, we're not that good. Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't know either. I didn't, hey, I didn't know either, right? Because yeah. nobody taught me the concept. But, and you're supposed to review it every year, and you go back to that list, and if five or six people didn't send you a referral, kick them off and add somebody else on. So it's just about, basically, it's just a higher-level club. It's like a VIP club. Yeah. So going back to that, those 50 people we called personally. Before, How often? Well, before the movie event. Before the movie event, right? Now, you should call them at least once a quarter. You should meet with them maybe once once or twice a year for coffee or We don't like to speculate. I just want to know yeah. what you actually do. It. Yeah. So you no, call we, them we, for the movie event? Yeah, so it's easy for me. to. I don't like telemarketers, right? So 
I have to have a reason to call them. So inviting somebody to, to you know, it's a much easy. easier phone call. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Hey, do you want to come to a movie? But the difference there, because I, because if I did, what did we do? We did Toast, Toy Story Four. Is that what just came out? And we did a, a, we made it so we everybody had to bring a toy to go to the children's hospital. Toy drive. So we did that on the first weekend of that, and that was so. A what, what? How many people you get? To, like, is well, it, it sells one out. Theater, Those ones, don't, two yeah, yeah, one theater, two hundred fifty seats. It sells out like right away. And Toy Story, we had a big long waiting list, right? And you know what happens with a kid event? They're going to grab two kids from next door, and they hey, you know what I mean? They're going to call their sister, yeah. And they're not all your clients, and they're not all buying, right? But with the with the other event, I wanted to make sure my top fifty were there, so I invited them first before it went right. out an email or whatever to the rest of the masses. Nice. And so, so if you have an event that's on, let's just call it for easy math, if you have an event that's on September 21st, for example, do you start calling then on September 1st? Or do you, like, because I'm, I'm not that organized, but we just call, we just want to make sure that we fill the seats before. Like six weeks ahead? I mean, because part of it is not a lot of people know what they're doing on Saturday six weeks from now. No, but you know, I what, know what, what I'm doing what's, this Saturday. What, hey, oh, you don't. Well, but. you know, I, I do a couple <laughs> things. There's another thing that we do every uh, every Monday, which is called Nate's Monday Morning Message. So we send out a, a, a kind of whimsical message every Monday. Is that email or text? That's email. It's old school too, right? So yeah. that goes out to 10,000 people in the database. Some are realtors. Most of them are past clients. Who's your Maybe that's the one that I get. Yeah, you probably get one. That's, yeah. yeah. And so that one, uh, so on something like that, we might even tag, because we can parse it into just past clients and on that email we might do it some type of advertisement like that or if it's in the newsletter uh, we had my 30 year anniversary a couple years ago and I wanted to go upscale on it so I did it at Blackstone Country <clears throat> Club we hired a live band uh, it was a Beatles band I figured that would you know go through multiple generations and uh, and the food and everything was amazing ice sculptures and I was worried about getting too many people that's so, why I didn't get invited. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering yeah. what that. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the thing about it, we got so protective of not, you know, I yeah. was worried to have five, six, seven hundred people there. And yeah. it was, you know, probably a plate of dinner, $50 sure. a plate, you know. So, uh, but it turned out nice. But I think I was a little too restrictive on the invites and I held out too long. Because you know what? Even yes. people, even though the people RSVP, they don't show they don't up. Show. You, gotta, yep. you know what I mean? They, some yep. Stuff happens, right? Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Too many options. I think that the society has too many options. So I don't really have the answer to your question, but I think you need to make sure you get a commitment. Yeah. And and then always follow back. You know, okay. don't expect them to come maybe right before the event. Like for Toy Story 4, I had somebody on my team just call everybody to confirm that they were coming because we had this waiting list. Right. And some people would fall off. Hey, something came up. Can't go. But now we can make somebody else happy. Yeah. Right. Love it. So we're doing the Adams Family movie. Yeah. On, that's great. Um, yeah. Right before Halloween. Mm -hmm. And so we started our promotion now and I've gotten, uh, I don't know yet. So why don't I you don't do a, con yet. a costume contest with that one? I actually, in my mind, when you said the Did toy drive, excited? when you said the toy drive, I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of the charities that, that want you to donate your Halloween candy afterwards. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. I thought maybe even, yeah, a Halloween contest with a bring a bag of Halloween candy that we can donate as well. Sure. I, I like it. <clears throat> I think the Halloween, the um, contest, the costume contest idea will be great just because I can't wait to see what Seabock dresses up as. Hopefully it's not Drew a Carey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pull that off. <laughs> jacket, right? And a white shirt like that guy over there. And then yeah. get on, yeah, we have the microphone already. Yes. I think I've seen yes. that costume before. <laughs> yes, yes. Nice. Awesome. All right. So we've when got. shoe fits, Nate, yeah, wear it, mm -hmm. right? 
another comment that you made, and then Jeff, I'll let you take over on, on some questions as we're wrapping up on time here, is that one of the things that you're proud of is that you've actually built quite a few business owners that have come through your brokerage, right? Yeah. So getting back to the coaching, getting back to the business side of it. I mean, is that because of your momentum program or is it, I mean, well, I what think, is it? I think it's, I've always been involved in something. Like I said, early on when I first got in real estate, I got my GRI designation. That's where I met Howard Britton, the first speaker I ever heard and fell in love with the man and his teaching. And, what year and was that? That was like 1989. They were selling real estate. Then. They were, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mauricio <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, we say, yeah. There, there was no MLS uh, yeah. online. Oh, you know, it was, it was there was like, no yeah. ML. <laughs> Howard Britton. <laughs> my first, my first uh, event. So I uh, followed. Why did I think he was from like Tucson? Well, that's why I went to the, the class. But he's, oh. he's, from, he's from Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, so now we got involved in Star Power. Matter of fact, uh, Frank Russo and Greg Sapp uh, were interviewed on that. And of course, uh, uh, wonderful Russell. Yeah, Russell was yep. on there, and and uh, several other agents in the valley. But you know, being a Star Power star was going to the events and also giving back and sharing. So. What we learned from from Howard early on in that group was is to give everything away, teach everything that you know to somebody else, and uh, and just having that open, you know, what he would say, uh, get out of judgment and get into curiosity, right, and never deal with scarcity because there's so much abundance out there. So that when Frank and I started Rematch Professionals, we were both pretty strong teams, you know, when we would compete against each other quite a bit because we were from the same area. Uh, we decided when we opened up the company, we're just going to teach everybody everything we know. So for 33 years, I'm continuing going to conferences. I just got back from Denver last week, learning about the new launch of the Remax at Blues the Remax headquarters. headquarters yeah. Uh -huh. So we're launching a new uh, uh, CRM, which I'm very excited about. And What's it called? Bouge. Bouge stands for Be Original or Be Jealous. So Remax acquired Bouge uh, two years ago because uh, they got tired of buying or pushing out the, the technology. So they've been working. Uh, you know, day and night, eight, uh, almost 100 programmers building this new product. So it launches here in Phoenix, October 1. So I went to that training. But um, in two weeks, I'm going to... Is that to, in Fort Collins or is that in Denver? That's in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, in the tech center. And in two weeks, I'm going to... A, this happens to be another Remax event, but it's a lead retreat. So the top Remax brokers come together, agents, and for a two-day uh, mastermind. And then Where's that at? that's going to be in San Antonio. It's been in Scottsdale for the last four years. It was easy. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to actually travel. Travel. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's it's not, not always a bad, a bad thing. But, you know, I, I it go It makes to, for busy days, though. I think yeah. the point I was trying to make, though, is I continuously go to seminars and learn content and bring it back. Right. Yeah. And share it. Yeah. Mm. You think so after right, let me ask years, you a question then. So um, one of my um, hitches about the real estate industry, maybe good or bad, but I don't feel that there's enough practitioners teaching. You know, when you go to a lot of classes and stuff, it's it, there's too many people that are not actively working in the business. I compare it to sports, right? When you when you're watching the NBA Finals, you got Charles Barkley and you got Shaq, and now you got still, D -Wade. still playing. No, 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 commentating, right. okay. but telling yeah. the people yeah. about what to go. Like to me, it's a uh, you know, in football now you got Deion Sanders and you got like, you know, mm -hmm. Troy Aikman talking about it because they, I don't know, it's, to me, there's not enough in the real estate industry. There's too much. And I think it's because everybody wants to share, which is a good thing. And I love that everybody shares, but it's, you know, to me, it can muddle up the, the yeah. advice. Well, you know, action is the main key, right? You can tell people what to do, but if they don't do it, you know, the knowledge is worthless. Yeah. Yep. 
Amen. <clears throat> All, right, I got, All right, one more question. So we wrap up, and then if you got anything that you would like to say, we don't take too much of your time. We're super appreciative. You've been uh, awesome guest so far. Um, <laughs> and there's only six minutes left, so don't mess go. it up here, Nate. <laughs> yeah. it's all right. No, no, you can't screw up. It. You can't screw it up. It'd be great. Um, so to me, now, um, obviously you said you get some of your business from Zillow. Um, I noticed that the as the, <clears throat> they call them aggregators, Zillow, Rear.com, now they're raising their, their rates, essentially. Um, and... The competition for the marketplace is is just like with the new entrances and now, you know, I don't know. Do you think that what what changes are we going to see coming up and, you know, or do you think that, oh, well, we're just in this period because we got low inventory and that once the economy slows down, we'll just go back to normal? Or do you think that we're creating a new a new world with the, I mean, because we have the iBuyers now coming into the space because... I'm starting to see, like last night I went to a listing appointment and, you know, the guy, um, I mean, I got the appointment, but I mean, he already had talked to OfferPad, Opendoor, and to Zillow, Mm -hmm. and now he's talking to me, and knowing that that has changed the conversation, and, but more importantly, it's changed their mindset, and I noticed it as my, as our team members have been challenged with that change of, uh, one, the commission change because now, you know, you have to be, a, you know, it's harder to to justify your commission rate when you're being attacked from all sides. I think it's and easier. I think it's easier. What I, what I found because I, I do practice real estate and I do go on listings. Yeah, no, that's right. what I'm So uh, what I found it, it's helped me out, right? So a lot of houses I go in, if they've already been there, they've already drawn a line in the sand of what the value of that house is and what their bottom line net is. And what I'm seeing more and more often, I'm seeing that the service fee that's being charged by the IABARs is closer to nine, nine and a half percent now on some of the houses. I'm I saw it was listing. seven and a half. Or yeah. What, so it depends. As they yeah. get higher in price, like about half a million or so, I'm seeing like nine and a half percent. Well, they're feeding in the risk because of the right. potential downside right. of the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. But, but, that, but because of that, you know, a six percent or whatever you charge isn't that expensive anymore. And so I've been able to hold line the commissions that we charge when they've gone out there and looked. And then a lot of times the price on those higher houses, they're really pushing that number down and we're able to get them higher prices too. Yeah, no, I was more speaking of not the ones that you're not having conversation with. I'm the more worried about the yeah. ones that are, are yeah. communicating without us. So so I think probably what is my vision for the future of real estate? I, you know, I tell this to my team. I tell it to our agents all the time. If you are not fast and professional, you're going to lose. I mean, think about it. You know, your dad's, you know, the broker of uh, Open Door. I mean, I can put an Open Door offer in for a client. A few hours later, I have an offer, I have a cost sheet, and a lot of times you call an agent. It might take two or three days for them to get the comps back to you, and you can't do right, that. Just the you know, comps, just not the comps. even the, right. Yeah. Right, I have an offer. So, so I think we have to understand that, and you have to look at the delivery message that these iBuyers, these tech companies are providing a beautiful presentation, very polished. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I think we all have to raise the bar a little bit, you know, and, and I honestly believe if you're not loving on your clients, you know, somebody else is, and we're going to lose the game. I mean, I'm all in with my client database as much as I can, and I continue. Everything we do is try to focus on building better relationships with our clients. 
Hey, I, yeah, that's great. That's the wrap, yeah, right? That's the closing yeah. line. We appreciate. Thank you again, Nate, well, for coming you. down, for talking yeah. to us, for talking to our listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you like this episode with the iconic Nate Martinez, give it a thumbs up. Like it on iTunes, right, Mauricio? How many stars do you want? Five, Sounds five well, stars. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Nate. It was wonderful. Appreciate awesome. it. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, show us some love by sharing with your friends or clicking the five-star like button. To view all of our content, visit www.agenttruth.com.